Hello, I'm Amber Lauther and welcome to another episode of Fashion Avenue. This one is going to be quite different to other episodes that I've done. Obviously, if you listen, you would know that I talk to all different kinds of people in the fashion and beauty industry, brand founders, designers, you name it. This is quite a personal story and it's something that I haven't really ever shared. Only my close friends and family who were with me at the time uh, know about it. So years on, I thought I would share this because I think it's quite important and I think it relates to um, who I am now. Now, this is going to sound a bit strange, but being bullied really propelled me into my career. And I know that sounds really weird, but it really did. And I think before I jump into this, I just want to say just a bit of a disclaimer. There could be some harsh words in this that I'll be sharing, um, swearing, (laughs) and um, probably, yeah, just not really nice things. So if you are okay to keep on listening, then absolutely do. But if you don't feel like you're in the mental space for that sort of thing, then um, definitely uh, don't listen at the moment. But all in all, I feel like this could possibly help someone who could be going through the same thing um, and just to shed a bit of light because, you know, you can get through it and I certainly did and I'm loving life. I don't really have any notes going into this, um, so I'm just going to try and tell it the most authentic way that just comes to me as I go. So I thought I would jump in to uh, a bit of a backstory just about me, you know, my schooling, um, who I was as I guess a teenager. So um, I went to a very small private Christian school in Brisbane and I loved my school. I'm so glad that I went there. I had wonderful friends um, and also I want to preface this by saying that the bullying didn't come from the people at my school and I think if anything, I was so fortunate and so grateful to have wonderful friends at my school who made me laugh every single day. I loved my grade. We were all so funny. We all had the best time. And um, I was really, I guess, in a better place because of that fact alone. However, I started meeting uh, new people from different schools, um, like other private schools around Brisbane that I knew through friends and an old boyfriend and and another friend. And, you know, it was just kind of like a snowball effect. You know, when you're around 14, 15, you, you know, you meet friends of friends and friends of friends of friends. So it was like that. And I've always been a very social person as a teenager. I loved meeting new people. I was so, you know, confident. I loved just, yeah, meeting new friends. And I I loved the fact that I had friends from different schools and I thought it was awesome. And seeing them on the weekend, I always look forward to it. And I really loved it. So I was really close to this one girl for a few years there and she went to a different school and I met a few people through her. Um, And basically after a while, a few people that I had met had started bullying me out of absolutely nowhere. One of them I had known for a couple of years, but 
on a more kind of acquaintance level. We'd say hello and chat and we were nice to each other, all of that. Um, One, I don't think I had met before, maybe once. And the other, I'd only met him, I think, once or twice uh, before he decided that bullying me was the best way to go. I think it all kick-started when um, when I was about 15. My older sister's a couple of years older than me. My parents saw this random ad in the paper uh, for this um, local modelling agency and they thought that, you know, they would, you know, go get us some sort of meeting with them just because they thought, you know, young teenage girls, this could be really good for their confidence, you know, learn different skills and, you know, just speaking skills and all, all those type of things. And they knew how much we love that sort of fashion and beauty vibe and they just thought it would be good for us being young girls. Anyway, and so we went to this meeting and we ended up being signed to this agency and, you know, we had to go to classes and walking classes and things like that. And it was quite interesting and something just that we would do once a week or once a fortnight. I kept it quite on the down low, um, but one day I was with my friend in the city and um, we were hanging out with this guy that I had recently met and I had to zip away um, because I had um, a audition to go to. And, you know, I just kind of said, you know, I have to I have a just a modeling audition I just need to go to. And from there, I think that's kind of where it kickstarted. Um, I think, I don't know what the reason behind it is. You can't really, I guess, think about why people bully. But basically, um, I was bullied for, I think, I think I keep getting it wrong, but I would say close to six to seven years by a group of people and it just kept getting worse and worse. I was bullied uh, for the way I looked. I was called, you know, ugly, all sorts of things. I was bullied because I was doing modeling things and apparently that made me want to be a try-hard model at only 15 or 16 years of age. I was bullied for liking fashion because apparently that was really dumb. I was bullied for the school that I went to because apparently the OP school would not have been good and my school was just for losers apparently. I was bullied for what I wore. I was bullied for literally anything you could think of. So it just, it started out of nowhere and it started on Facebook and when it first happened I was like what's happening I've only been really nice to these people like I have no idea what's going on and you know me just being such a young social girl I was just like have I done something and I was you know I was never rude I was always friendly so for that to happen I was just so confused and they just kept coming at me because obviously they thought that they were I guess superior because they went to these expensive private schools in the city and you know I didn't fit that mold quite well So, you know, I went to a a smaller private school just like in the southern suburbs. So, you know, I feel like because I wasn't on that level, um, I was just looked down on. I went back and I looked for some messages through Facebook because I just want to add some context to the type of things that um, I was being bullied for and the type of things that these people were saying. So this was from um, the guy and he was this very flamboyant, bitchy, rude person, you know, obviously had everything handed to him um, and just a really horrible person. And that's just not something that I had really experienced before. So it was quite amazing just to have someone that was so rude and disgusting. So he Here's some um, insight into the type of messages that I said back to him and what he had said to me. So this was in January 2010. I said, um, I don't find it funny. I think the way you put people down is rude and immature and I really don't need that right now, okay? I want to be able to post things on my Facebook without having sarcastic and rude comments.
pants. And he said, oh, but Amber, your totes the hottest thing ever and your funny statuses make my Facebook entertaining. And I said, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Just grow up, all of you. You're in year 11. Start acting your age. Um, and he said, how can you not enjoy watching you update your status every two minutes about everything you're doing and the billions of groups you join? And you'd leave yourself open for this shit. And I said, no, I leave myself open for people like you making a rude comment and I don't want you as a friend. You're not even a friend to me. And so it went on and these are the messages that I received back. Oh my God, you're such a great model. You're like so amazing at it. No problem, Amber. I can see your um beauty is going to go far, especially with your hot new braces. Oh yeah, your teeth are fully retarded at the moment and your hugs made me gag more than the time I stood next to someone that was my friend. All your amazing pictures with all your fail makeup jobs, they're just amazing. Oh, and Amber, if you don't feel bad about yourself, you probably wouldn't have deleted me in the first place. He also went on to say, I don't need makeup to cover all my pimples and ugly shit like you do. Oh, and the dresses you wear are the most disgusting thing ever. And if I was you, I'd be very insecure because you have a lot wrong with you. And I'm pretty sure everyone says shit about you because you're that repulsive and fake looking. Um, So it was just really immature shit. And I was like, why am I... Am I dealing with this and, you know, just bringing down my school and saying you can tell dresses aren't your thing either though, Amber, they don't really suit you. Maybe you'd be better with something that didn't make you look like a cheap whore. And this was from someone that was 16 years old and I was just like, you know, it just went on and on. And there were a couple of points there where, you know, I said a couple of things back to try and defend myself because, you know, the things they were saying were so rude. So I tried to hit below the belt and I said a couple of things and obviously, I quickly learned that that wasn't the way to go about this and I was better than that. Um, and it was really tough. And during the whole six to seven years, these people made it their mission to recruit people that would bully me. And I think by the end of it, they had between nine to 12 people that were openly bullying me. Um, if you know they saw me in a club, they would try to do things to me. Um, they would humiliate me and make fun of me openly on Instagram. They would post things on Facebook and they would comment on my YouTube videos that I was doing at the time, dislike them, write me horrible Twitter messages, um, just making fun of me from fake accounts. It was really, it was relentless and they were very like obsessed with um, bullying me. And there would be times where there would be nothing for a few months and I would be like, okay, thank God they've stopped great. And then it would kick up again. You know, you couldn't predict it. And when it would kick up again, it was probably worse than the time before that. And in those days uh, on social media, if you were around that time, you would have known there were, you know, different websites. There was one such as Formspring, which was where people could ask you questions anonymously. And I had one of those and I got some really horrible uh, messages from this group of people. And, you know, they can make fun of the way I look. They can make fun of what I wear. They can make fun of, you know, what school I, I went to. But it ended up becoming extremely nastier and it came to the point where they wanted me to kill myself and they would tell me to go jump 
and they would say the most vicious things to me and I just never understood why and I never understood how they could do this because it wasn't in my nature to treat someone like this. But something that I did have and I still do have and I'm very, I guess, proud of myself is I have a lot of strength and I, you know, there would be times where I would read things and, you know, my stomach would drop and I would be like, okay, they're they're doing it again. But I knew that what they were saying wasn't true. I didn't believe anything they said. They didn't ever make me feel like I wasn't good enough and I wouldn't let them make me feel that way. So I had it in my head that there was nothing wrong with me. I was fine. Me being interested in fashion was okay. Me wearing makeup was okay. Me dressing the way I wanted to dress was okay. And, you know, they would make fun of me for wearing like Supre. And that's what you did when you were 15. Sorry that my parents aren't going to go buy me a Manning Cartel dress when I'm 15 years old. So, you know, and it was just, it was just horrible. It was just nasty and it was just very childish. But this ended up going on until I was about 19 or 20. And that's a very long time. And you can just imagine between the ages of, you know, 15 to 20, so much happens. You know, you finish school and you change so much and you start to do other things with your life. But for these people, they wouldn't let go. When I was in year 12, I took it upon myself to not give a shit about what these people thought. And I started my blog, Fashion Avenue. And I started it because of these people. They were telling me that I wasn't good enough, that I was dumb, that, you know, my fashion sense was horrible, all of these things. So I thought, okay, awesome. I'm going to make a fashion blog and I'm going to be writing about fashion and posting fashion looks all the time. And that's what I did. And to this day, looking back, I'm so glad I did it. But if anything, that made it ramp up the bullying. Um, And that was fine because I never stopped doing what I loved. And they then took it upon themselves to use a hashtag that I had started for a uh, segment I was doing every week. And they ended up doing this hashtag on their photos, making fun of my blog and people would see the comments on them and so many different people, people I I didn't even know. Um, I'd never met in my life. They were laughing and making fun of me. And the girl that was my friend at the time that I told you about earlier, she was really uh, empathetic towards me. And, you know, she said, you know, you don't deserve that, even though she was friends with these people. And she saw that they were recruiting other people and you know what? Out of all these people, I think I only knew a few of them. Others I had never met in my life, did not know who they were. And others I maybe met once and a few others I used to be friends with. But one day she turned on me and she decided that she would do all these ha-ha-has on uh, an Instagram post that they did making fun of me. And I could not believe it because she was one of my best friends. I trusted her and she was there for me when it was all kicking off. And so I just couldn't believe it. And then other girls that I knew, one of her her cousin got into it. And I was always, I always really liked her cousin. And, you know, we used to go over her house and hang out. And I always thought she was really lovely. She joined in and another friend of them that I was pretty close with joined in. And I was just like, why is this happening? Why is this going into a snowball effect? And when it came to the time, 
time where I was old enough to go clubbing. Um, I would frequent this one club quite often and it turned out that after a while, well, after a long while, uh, I wouldn't be going there because I would just see too many of my bullies there and I didn't want them to have the satisfaction of seeing me. And I was just like, I'm not going to have my night ruined by these idiots. One of the main girls one night, she saw me in in a club uh, and she turned to her friend and started jumping up and down excitedly after she saw me. And it was super weird. I was like, um, okay then. I don't know. I don't know how to explain that. That was just honestly one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Another time in that same club, um, I was with some friends and this guy, I knew that he was bullying me online and I'd never met him in my life. I honestly didn't even know what school he went to. I knew nothing about this guy. One time I walked past him and he grabbed my arm and tried to say something to me. And I was like, get the fuck off me. And I said, do not touch me. And I just kept walking. And I I think at that point, you know, being 18, 19, it was just like, how long is this going to go on for? This started when I was 15. Why are there people joining in who I've never met in my life? What am I supposed to do for this to stop? And my parents knew about it. My close friends knew about it. But the thing about being bullied is that although, you know, you can talk to people and that's what's so wonderful, it's still very isolating. Being bullied, you know, you can't really explain the feeling of it to someone that hasn't been in that position. And it's so personal and it's so vicious. And although I had wonderful friends, I just felt so isolated. And I was just trying to enjoy my life, go out with my friends, go to uni and do what I wanted to do. But while I didn't believe anything they were saying throughout those six to seven years, there were times where I felt just really drained and scared because I didn't know how this was going to go. And especially when that guy grabbed my arm in a in a nightclub, I was frightened because I was scared I was actually going to be bashed. And I had seen a few comments online from a couple of girls who, you know, said that they wanted to like punch me in the face if they saw me. And for me, I just, you know, that's frightening. Why should I have to put myself in a situation where that could happen to me, especially when I have my friends around me and just want to enjoy myself and, you know, I don't have any protection really. And it got really tough and I would avoid that club, I would rarely go there because I did not want to see anyone in that group. And my friends knew that. And also, if I ever went to the city, I wouldn't want to walk past this certain fast food restaurant because that's where this guy worked. Not because I was scared of him. I didn't care. It was because I knew that if he just caught a glimpse of me, it would ramp up all the bullying again online. And I just didn't want to put myself even through that or that possibility. And you know, it's so hard sometimes to, well, it was hard to read all these comments. And this was happening on all different kinds of mediums. This was happening on Facebook. It was happening on Instagram. It was happening on Twitter. It was happening on YouTube. It was happening on comments on my blog. It was happening on, you know, back in the day, form spring through private message. It was nonstop. And I would block them on one thing and they'd find another way to get to me. And it really pushed me. And to the point where I was like, 
you know, this is making me go insane because I can't stop it. And still to this day, when I see, you know, kids being bullied, you know, on the news, I still can't understand it. And I still don't know why people are are allowed to get away with it. It's harmful and no one should have to feel that way. Every time I got upset, which wasn't surprisingly that often, um, I would just do something to propel myself into what I enjoyed. And when I was 15, I decided that I wanted to be a journalist. And when I started my blog in 2011, um, in year 12, I loved it and I was able to write and I was like, I want to be a fashion journalist. You know, I want to do uni and then after uni, I'm going to move to Sydney and I'm going to work for Cosmo. That was my dream. And what was really interesting that during this whole time after school, when they were bullying me, you know, after year 12, I went to uni and in 2015, I graduated uni majoring in journalism and fashion. By that point, my blog was going really well and I was working with brands you know I was getting sent clothes and and shoes and makeup and skincare and jewelry it was unlike anything that I'd ever experienced before and back in those days kind of between you know around 2012 to maybe 2014 that was when blogging was just so big here in Australia and it was just a whole different world to what it is now and in 2013 I got invited to the top shop opening in Brisbane and when I got that email asking for my address for the invitation, I couldn't believe it. And I was like, and I'm getting bullied still to this day by those people. And I just got invited to the Topshop launch. I'm surely I'm doing something right here. And with all of that, all of the bullying, all of the suffering, being told to kill myself, being told that I was a try hard, being told that I was ugly and I needed plastic surgery and all of these things, I still fucking did it. Being bullied was tough. But it pushed me unlike anything before. It motivated me to do what I wanted to do. I got into uni. I did my degree. I grew my blog. I was working with brands I could only dream of working with. I, you know, got internships and I was working my bloody ass off for free for so many years to get somewhere. Now I have this podcast and it's titled Fashion Avenue and it's an extension of the blog that I created in 2011. Because those people were bullying me, I kept putting myself out there on social media and I kept posting looks. I kept embracing the things that I liked. I kept posting YouTube videos, doing my makeup. I kept doing it because no one was going to get between me and my career. And that was something that was so important to me. As a 15-year-old, I knew what I wanted to do. And I knew that I had to work my ass off to get there. And I've always done that. And these people weren't going to ruin that for me. They can say whatever the hell they want, but I'm the winner here. But while I was so grateful and, you know, strong enough to focus on my career, I was also so happy that I had some great people around me, that I had the support that I needed, that I could bury my head into something that I really loved and just focus on that, that I was better to retaliate. I stopped retaliating. I just stopped giving them what they wanted. The more you retaliate, the more that they love it. So I just stopped. I just went silent and they could do and say whatever they wanted from that point on, but it would just to deaf ears. I had no interest. And, you know, I think bullying, as I said, it's so isolating, but 
you can get through it. And I still to this day, sometimes I'm like, how did I get through that? It was rough. At that age when you're going through puberty and you're you're starting to really find yourself and what you're into and you're really starting to form those really close friendships, it's tough. And bullying is disgusting. And I can only say that it does get better and you have so much more to offer and everything that they're saying, it's a mirror to themselves. And it's because there's something wrong with them. There was nothing wrong with me. I was fine. I'm great. I'm doing well. But there were so many insecurities with them and they wanted to project that onto me. I don't know what they were exactly. I don't really care, (laughs) to be honest. But it's got nothing to do with you and it has everything to do with them. So let's talk about the now. And let's talk about um, forgiveness, moving on, and if I ever received any apology. So um, after my friend turned on me, I ended up deleting and blocking her and everything. I was just like, that's not on. And something with me is that who I am as a person, I think I just have zero tolerance and I'm quite brutal. And when someone like that hurts me or breaks my trust, I will happily cut them off and not even look their way for the rest of my life. I'm just, I'm, I'm very brutal like that. I should be more forgiving probably, but I just, I don't have time for it. And I think going through all of that, zero tolerance. And why should I have to, you know, put myself through that again for it to possibly happen over and over again? Well, that ex-friend of mine, one time she saw me in that particular nightclub. She came over to me. She had two drinks in her hand and she put one on the table in front of me. And I just kind of looked away and she was like, can I please talk to you? And I said, okay. And she then proceeded to tell me how sorry she was and that she just got caught up in the stupid shit that they were doing and from the bottom of her heart she was so sorry and she felt like the worst friend because I'd only been a good friend to her you know she was sorry I could see it and um, we had a big talk and I just said to her how disappointed I was because I thought she always you know had my back and she knew how upset I was and for her to then turn on me and publicly do so it was just it it was just heartbreaking because I'd spent so much time with her. I knew her family. We do everything together. And it was just like losing, you know, a loved one in a way because it's like, how could that even happen? I ended up unblocking her. She added me on everything again. And then the next day I was sitting at my computer and just thinking about how she had spoken to me the night before and how I had essentially said, okay, I'm happy for us to, you know, just connect again and, you know, happy for you to um, kind of prove yourself in a way, I guess. But sitting there, it just didn't feel right in my gut. And so without warning, I just blocked her on every single thing I could. And I've never spoken to her since. And it's been maybe seven years. Since the bullying ended, I have not received any apology from anyone that was involved. Mind you, I still have these people blocked on every platform that I possibly could. But I feel especially with the main three that was so horrible to me, I still feel that they would not be sorry. They would still find a joke in it. And I feel like if anything, if they had the opportunity, they would love to do it all over again. Because honestly, I just, I know that that's the type of people that they are. And it would not surprise me if they still think that being assholes to each other on social media is fun. (laughs) 
sorry, but some of us have grown up since then. So yeah, I just, I don't expect an apology, especially from those three people. And I especially don't expect anything from the others, especially people I don't even know. Like I don't understand how lonely they must have been to want to be into that. And funnily enough, uh, the cousin of the good friend that I had, who I really, who I really liked, at one point in a club, she came near me and she was being like sarcastic and she was like, hi. And I was like, oh, hey, how are you? And she said, don't touch me, you fucking slut. And I heard probably a few years ago, um, I can't remember who from, but someone told me that she is a high school teacher now. So I don't know how that works. And I don't know how someone that can be that horrible and disgusting can now be a high school teacher. So uh, good luck to her. And I hope that if any of her students are being bullied, that she does what's right. So how do you move on when you don't get an apology? You can't expect everyone to have that empathy and to have that regret because people, not everyone's built like that. I've always focused on myself. I've always focused on my career. I've always focused on doing the best that I can. I've always focused on trying to get somewhere and I just wanted it to end and it ending was enough for me and I will happily take that because I can't even understand how now as a 26-year-old woman, how anyone could bully me now, you know, and I just, I get so angry when I see, you know, people who are so open on their Instagrams or, you know, influencers or public people and how they get bullied on social media. I don't understand it. And it's always from someone from a fake account. And it's just so interesting because you never know who these people are. They could be, it could be your best friend that has started an account and is secretly bullying you. It could be someone who just has a different view than you, but they just think that they can bully you. It could be someone who's so jealous of you that they want to be you. And the only way that they can make themselves feel better is to bully you. But I, I moved on. I just moved on. And I think the biggest thing that I have done for myself, and I have always been this way ever since I was 15 years old and I knew what I wanted to do. I have always backed myself, always. If someone tells me I can't do something, I know I can do it. I've always backed myself and I will always continue to back myself because no one else is going to dictate my life other than myself. And no one else is going to put me where I want to be other than myself. And I've always known that and I've always valued people who work hard and people who are nice to other people and people who just focus and stay in their own lane. We need more kindness. We need more acceptance. We need more empathy and we need less bullying because it's just not on and you don't know what people are going through. And during the worst of it, when I was, you know, getting those horrible messages when I was between 15 and 16, my parents broke up and that was tough. It wasn't easy. And I was dealing with that as well. And I was also dealing with people telling me to kill myself. And I was devastated because my parents had split up. I was told I wasn't going to amount to anything. I was told that I was too ugly, that liking fashion was dumb, that doing maths A was dumb, even though I still can't do maths to save my life now. Apparently I'm just super dumb. Um, and it just, it was all a bit too much and I'm glad that I got through it and I didn't do anything silly, you know, and being sent messages like you're a fugly try hard model who is going to fail at life. Well, that's interesting because I'm doing bloody all right at the moment. I turned all the negativity into my own power. I embraced it and I just said, well, watch me then. I don't give a fuck. And to my bullies now, all I could really say is thank you for 
making me realize how great I was and how much strength I had and for really kicking me up the ass to go and do what I loved and to continue to do that. And I could sit here and say all these hateful things, but I don't want to be that person and I'm not that person. So I'm just going to say to them, you know what? I wish you well. And I hope that one day if you have kids and they get bullied, that you think back to what you did to me. And I know that there would have been others. And I hope that you realize that you shouldn't have done that and that you can really hurt people. Thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. Um, It might have been all over the place and I'm sorry. I just tried to articulate everything the best I could and try to go through things and really try to help you understand that if someone tells you you can't do something, don't believe it. You got to just back yourself, believe in yourself, do what you want to do and you'll get there, honestly. And since I'm not going to get anywhere in life, if you'll excuse me, um, I'm off to just go and do my fashion business course that I've been doing lately. So excuse me and I will see you in my next episode of Fashion Avenue. If you have any other questions, please let me know. Happy to answer them. If there's anything that I might not have been very clear on, uh, please feel free to ask. But I hope that this has given at least someone maybe some hope, maybe a bit of a kick up the butt. Um, And if you've ever bullied someone, I hope that this gives you a bit of insight into the other side of it. So thank you. Be nice to other people and go and fucking get it.